From the Shepherd House International in Georgetown, Guyana, Bishop Victor Connors Asabre, anointed by God, will inspire you with rare and down-to-earth but provoking teachings from the Word of God to love the Lord deeply and to devote yourself to His work. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Now, here is Bishop Collins. Father, this morning, thank you for your love and your kindness towards us. Thank you for bringing us together. I pray, Lord, you speak to our hearts, you affect our lives. Let us not leave your presence the same as we came. In Jesus' name, somebody said, Amen. Hallelujah. Give Jesus a big hand clap and you may please be seated. So the lights, are they from the top or where are they from? I can't feel it. Yeah. There's some fancy lights there. I thought, we see no lights. We see some lights. The light is only for the screen. All right. Are you happy to be around? You're sure? Yeah, welcome to church if you're here for the first time, okay? Beautiful. Welcome to Denver, Colorado. This is Denver, Colorado. <laughs> All right. Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Did you bring somebody to church this morning? How many of you have brought somebody today? Ah, beautiful. Ah, okay. Well, I, I, it's not far, isn't it? I can see right next to you, uh, Madame Lawyer, isn't it? <laughs> another, another lawyer, wow. I, I want to see somebody, so I have support now. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have lawyers in the church so I can see you I, want, I have so many people I want to see you <laughs> so I want a team like uh, OJ Simpson's team Johnny Cochran <laughs> and those guys <laughs> yeah, so when I see you I have five lawyers behind me hey, nobody can I, I can't lose the case yeah I can't lose the case and Prince will be the spokesperson. When we come out of court, Prince will be speaking to the press. <laughs> you, don't want to, you don't want to take me to court at all. I'll win it. Before I go to court, I've won the case. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Is that my friend Robert? Robert, how you do? You good? I'm hearing from you, man. What's going on? Mm, beautiful. Ask of the two, where's your wife? Is she here? Okay, hey, mistress. Why don't you sit next to him? You don't want to sit next to him. Why? It's, it's romantic, you know. You kiss up a bit. When, when I say hallelujah, you kiss up a bit, no? <laughs> or you hold, you hold his hand and all of that. And when, do you offer it that when he takes a thousand, you say, no, take the five thousand. Yeah, that's how you sit next to your wife or your husband. Yeah? Yeah, man. So please sit next to my friend for me so that you control his bag for me, especially his bag. Because <laughs> you got money, you got enough money. Acts <laughs> chapter 2, verse 42, the Bible says, and they, that is the people who believed in um, 
the message that Peter preached on the day of, um, on the day of Pentecost. But said they, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. I remember when I met this young lady in Trinidad about two weeks ago who told me that she doesn't... I don't, I don't remember the question I asked her. I think I, I asked her whether she has a boyfriend. I asked her if she has a boyfriend. She said, she didn't say yes or no. She said she doesn't want anybody to control her life. She doesn't want anybody to tell her what to do. So I found it very interesting that at 18 years old, I mean, she said she does have a boyfriend. That's a plus. But then the negative side was that she does not want anybody to tell her what to do. Now, many people are like that. Whether they are Christians or not, whether they are pastors or not, whether they've been in the church for years or not, many people don't want anybody to tell them what to do. But let me, I want to announce to you that as long as you live here on earth, somebody somewhere, some rule, some law will affect you. That if you don't listen to it, if you don't obey it, if you don't follow it, something bad can happen to you as well. You see, so you have to now kind of decide consciously which good system you want to be part of. Because there's nothing like, I will not follow anything. There's nothing like that. It's the Bible that is written in black and white that controls all our lives. And many people are not good Christians because they say they will not allow a book to control them. <laughs> yeah, but many people are controlled by books. People have read books in the past, and the things in the book are still on their minds. The things in the book is what is controlling them. They act according to the book. In fact, their expectations in life are according to a book they read when they were younger. Until they realize that life is, life is not like a book. Are you following? And so it is very important to understand that as a people, as a people, that we must develop this devotion, devotion and some steadfastness towards a doctrine, a doctrine, teaching, teaching. This is what we teach. You see, there must be, there must be, the following of this blueprint when the church started, where people are continuing steadfastly in the doctrine of the apostles. You must continue in it. You, you, you can't continue with what your grandmother used to tell you or what you went to school to learn. You have to continue in the doctrine that is coming from the apostles. Somebody listening to me this morning. It's very important. Otherwise, otherwise, what will happen is that you do something and then you see that it is not, it is not the same. Like the Apostle Paul told Rick Jonah in, in the final quest that the church now is a phantom. It's a ghost. If you look at the church now, you look at the church that started in the book of Acts, it's like you, 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 can't, see, you can't see the similarities. This is like a, a very strange something that we are into. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? And so the people who believe, the Bible said, they continued. And you must continue. Some people go and then they fall and they, they, they give up. And, no, no, you must continue. You must continue. Yeah. You must continue. I know, I know we Guyanese, it's very difficult to stay on course for a long time. Guyanese have a short attention span. They follow something for a short time and then that's it. They can't follow it for a long time, many years. No, 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 no. 
if not the Caribbean. Ivo, are you there? Yeah, you couldn't wait for me last Sunday. You left when you feel like, you feel like I, I, I was delaying, isn't it? I, I, I had you on my list to meet you. And you've been in the church for so many years. And you see, you want to see the bishop, and then yeah, the, the time is not, you don't know the time, and then you get up and you go. So meet you next time, you say you want to meet me. I say, I don't have time for you. Tit for tat is fair play. Yeah, but not, but if you've been around, there shouldn't be things that you, 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 shouldn't, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't trouble with sugar, okay? Is it sugar? You shouldn't trouble with diabetes. You shouldn't trouble with pressure. <laughs> you shouldn't trouble with sugar. You get it? If you, if, you, if, you get, if you make it known that you want to see me and I say yes, you have to wait until I'm ready for you. It's, it's as simple as that. It's a doctrine we must continue steadfastly in. Otherwise, let me tell you, otherwise, I was talking to Provisia earlier. I said, I was reading 1 Samuel 31 and 2 Samuel 1. I, I am still amazed at how David really pre- forced and, and, I mean, how do you say, preserved himself from saying something bad about Saul. You should go and read it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing how he, he restrained himself. He forced himself. He decided not to say anything wrong about Saul. Not to do anything wrong about him. The only difference is that David knew, as, as, as much as Saul knew, that when oil is poured on you, you are very different. I was, I was telling to reason earlier, I said, you know what? We, we, again, we live in a society where you don't care who is talking to you, you answer back. You talk back. I said, when you are talking back to me, you should, you should, you should, you should wake up. You make, you let your head be on when, when you are talking back to me. There are some people when they are talking to you, you don't talk back to them. If you don't know, you have to understand that. But this person, when he says something, I shouldn't say anything. Don't, 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 don't be so convinced by what you, you, your small cockroach head, what is inside, to talk back at just anybody. You must continue in doctrine, so. You must, otherwise, you, 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 you have a Christianity in a certain form, which has no power. You have a form of godliness, but there won't be any power inside. Yeah. You should read it in the Bible. That is the Bible that the apostles handed over to all these people. Elamites, people from Cappadocia, people from, uh, from Cyrene, from Egypt. All these people who are gathered on the day of Pentecost who believed in the, in the preaching that Peter preached. They handed to them something that was new. The Bible says that even though it was handed to them, they continued steadfastly in it. You know me, I don't mean words. I don't mean words. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I've been steadfast in how I've been doing my things for the past 16, 17 years. Yeah, yeah. You have to. There, is, there are people in your life, when they talk, you don't talk back. No, no, you have to learn that. If, you, if after all these years you don't understand that something is wrong, you have to go to primary one. Yeah, yeah, you need to go to uh, St. Gabriel's Primary School. Kindergarten, yeah, you go to kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, you don't talk back. You don't talk back. And and what what I was discussing with Travis, it was very simple. 
she's trying to arrange a, 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 a preaching appointment for me. And she's asking the person about a date that I don't know about. So I said, sweetie, you don't work with dates that I don't know about. That's where the whole teaching started from. <laughs> I can't tell somebody, Bishop will come tomorrow. When Bishop is not even aware he's coming tomorrow. It's so simple. But you see, in your eyes, it may not be that simple, isn't it? It may, it may not be simple. You may think it's very simple, but when you get some power around, you may easily think that you can do everything. Because there's a foundation that is missing. A dedication to a particular doctrine. Help me, Lord. So now I took her to First Samuel 31. It's amazing. Karen is amazing. The guy who came to tell King David that he is the one who killed King Saul, immediately he killed him. Immediately. He said, hey. Because when the guy came, he came to say, oh, King David. He even lay prostrate on the ground of floor before David and said, oh, your enemies have perished. He brought himself, uh, he brought the sword, he brought his, his crown. He said, this is a proof of me killing Saul. Because when Saul was, was, was wounded in a battle, he told his armor bearer. It, there's some beautiful things in the Bible. You should read and understand. He told his armor bearer, the way I'm wounded, these people, they will catch up with me. I don't want any uncircumcised Philistine to come and disturb my life. I'd rather die than my enemies find me my weakness. There's, 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 a, there's a revelation there, which means that the things in the house should never go outside. We'd rather die with it than let the outsiders know our weakness and our problems. We'd rather die with it. We, we would die with now. We would die with it. It's amazing. You read the Bible and see. Where has Maswell left me? Yeah. First Samuel chapter 31. Saul said, the way I'm weak, if I say I'm leaving, the people will catch up with me. And I don't want anybody who's uncircumcised to come and kill me. So you are my armor bearer. Kill me. Kill, you kill me yourself. Armor bearer said, please, sir. I don't do those things. I don't kill, <laughs> I don't kill my bosses. <laughs> I don't kill my boss, man. I can never. This is you asking me. I can never do it. So I said, you won't do it. So he put the sword and he just fell on the sword. And he died. The armor bearer said, you are dead? Where am I going? Whose armor am I going to carry? Me too. I put my sword and I also die with him. Hey! Armor bearer, this is your wife. Wife will never die for you. Husband will never die for you. <laughs> armor bearer will die for you. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm armor bearer. Yeah. No, uh, where's Trisha? I see Trisha dancing on stage. She's like somebody who's not married. I can see she's so happy. My mind just wonder, is this girl married? Because you can see that she's free. Nobody troubling she. <laughs> no, it just, when I looked at her on stage and it just dawned on me. It was like, ah, she, she looks so free. It's a challenge. It's just, I mean, she slept good last night. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> are, are you there? 
So, when, good, I hope you can hear me at the back, Ms. Veloza, this is Charlene, can you hear me, you can, can you hear me, you can't, you can't, okay, this is Charlene, this is Charlene, she can hear me. Francis, can you hear me? You can. You're a lightician, that's why. <laughs> Eunice, can you hear me? You can. All right, you shake your, you don't stand up, you just shake your head or your seat. Which school did you go to? Can you hear me? Good, all right. You don't shake your head, okay? You open your mouth. <laughs> So, I'm just trying to say that doctrines, apostles' doctrines, they are things that are very important for us to follow. Because when you look into the Bible, the things that are in the Bible, you'll be blown away how people did the things they did in the Bible. An armor bearer dies because the guy whose armor he's carrying is dead. It's like Hamid says, if Bishop is dead, who am I going to sing for? I'm also dying. <laughs> Did they see you for me? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's very amazing. But you see, if you hear somebody say that, or somebody does that, and you are not somebody who knows the Bible, you say, what kind of stupidness is that? How many will agree with me that you will say that? So what kind of stupidness is that? The man dead and you also you also dead? But it's, it, it, it's, it's, you, you have to go into the person's mind and devotion and dedication to the person he's serving. You know, I'm saying that in all Saul's troubles, David didn't say anything wrong about him. So the guy who came to tell him that he killed Saul, he was killed. He was killed. Then he lamented over Saul. And even told the woman in the, in the city, he said, because of Saul, that you, you are able to dress nice like that. He was a good king. Meanwhile, this king was after David to kill him all his life. All his life. The man spent all his life chasing David to kill him. And now that enemy dies, and then you are crying. You kill the person who killed him. Who said they killed him? It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It, I mean, if it was any of us, you say, come, uh, give him some juice. Give him some coconut water. What? God moves in mysterious ways. Let him drink some coconut water. He has killed my enemy for me. Yeah? Come here and kill him. The servant struck him and he died. Yeah, come here and tell me you've killed my enemy. My enemy is not my, my enemy is the Lord's anointed. That was a word, the phrase David will use all the time about Saul. It's very important to continue steadfast, steadfast, steadfast. Because many people get weary 
many people get fed up. Many people, many people give up. In this faith, in this faith, if there's anything to be fed up with, it is not this belief. Because this is solid. Though. This thing is solid. Daniel, it's solid. It's solid. It's, it's, it's solid. It's something. You don't even understand what you are into. It's very solid. I'm telling you. Something that somebody died to start 2,000 and something years ago. And season after season, day after day, year after year, many people are finding it. They are giving themselves to it. I tell you, there's nothing as solid as Christianity. So when you come inside, you have to also adapt the things that are in the Bible and follow it with all your heart. With all your heart. All the way until you die. All the way until you are dead. That is what we have entered into. Now, are you with me? And so this great faith is what I'm introducing, how the church started and the things they did. Now, it's very important. Uh, this morning, I want to talk about the duties and responsibilities of the leaders of the church in the house, right? Because if, if, you, if you don't think about your responsibility and your duties, if you don't meditate about them, what will happen is that you can easily just do things anyhow. TikTok. Are you there? Yeah. I want to let's speak a bit about the duties and responsibilities of the leaders in the church. Of, of, of the leaders. Then what? Of the church in your house. Is that, is that, a, long, is that a long title? It doesn't matter if it's long. What is important, I want you to hear what is here. The duties and responsibilities of the leadership of the church in your house or the church in the house. Duties and responsibilities are very important. Amen. I said duties and responsibilities are very important. It is a lack of duties is a lack of responsibilities that make people walk around anyhow in this life. You should have a responsibility, you must have a duty. If nowhere else, at least in the church, you must have a duty, you must have a responsibility. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Many people come from homes without duties and responsibilities. And so it is difficult to come into the church. I think it is common knowledge. I think it is common knowledge. I don't know about you. That because of the lack of masculine figures in the society, when you come to the church and you meet a man and he's strong, you fight it. Especially if you're a man. Guyanese men are so some way. Let me just say that. Guyanese men don't like to be ruled by another man. It's true. That is why I sent a Guyanese. Anthony, are you here? Are you listening? That's when I, I once had a Guyanese missionary. And we're trying to force and, and let him be stable in the country. I told him to find a job like everybody else. You see, he doesn't want to work for anybody. 
Sarah. He said he doesn't want to work for anybody. Now, I beg you, we have traveled before. <laughs> Please, I think some of the people think that I came from Africa. I came from the bush, I came from the forest, and I got on a tree, and I come to Guyana, and I look nice. That's what many people think sometimes. I lived in Europe for 15 years. I'm a European citizen. I speak fluent Dutch. Just in case you don't. It takes legal permits to be stable in a country. If you want to live in a country and do well, you need a legal permit. What something we call legal permit. When you went to Ghana, didn't you have permit every year you had to renew your permit? Otherwise, you'd have been somebody who have come to arrest you at Amampo and say you are an illegal immigrant. I don't know if you understood that because you're a man poor, you're so protected that you didn't understand what, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Because when we used to live in Europe and we didn't have the permit, when you see a police officer, you start walking this way. Because you know that you don't have a permit and if he asks you, where is your, 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 your ID? You don't have any ID. Your Guyanese ID doesn't work in America. So when he asks you that question, you know that problem has come. And any problem you encounter on the streets of, of, of Europe, Western Europe, Eastern Europe, wherever, the first thing they ask you is your ID. Not your Guyanese ID. The ID from issued by the, 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 the state, the country we are living inside. Not GCOM ID. Thank you. I don't even understand that. I want to see GCOM lawyers. Can I see GCOM? Why? I don't understand why. A country's ID card is not issued by the country itself, but an election commission. There's nowhere in the world do they do that. Please, I want to sue them. Can I sue them? My ID, I, can, I should be able to go to the immigration or whatever body is constituted. It is never, it, it, these are immigration things. So ID card, passport, these are immigration, these are, these are I mean, home affairs things. It's not Ghana Elections Commission. And when they feel like when there's election, they want to give ID card, that's what they give ID card. So if your ID card gets lost right now, you can't go and apply for a new one. I, I've lived in countries, I've been in countries. It's not like that. You go to the, the council, the city council, you go to the NDC, you go to the borough, you go to the regional office. That's how you apply for your ID card. Not Chico. When you feel like. You better don't lose your ID card. You're getting it now until election time. So I tell this by get a job and work. You say, you don't work for nobody. I said, ah. You are not in your own country. You see, when Elisha asked the widow, uh, 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 Gehazi, what can we do for the widow who has given us a room, air-conditioned room, and, and what you call attic room? Then when they asked the woman, the woman said, <laughs> they, they, they suggested that, oh, you know what, can we speak to the, the people in higher powers, the, those in higher authority, should we speak to them for you? The woman said, no, 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 no. I live among my own countrymen. I don't, I don't need somebody to make a way for me. I can go wherever I want to go. Then Elisha realized that there was almost nothing to do for her. 
Then the Lord spoke to Elijah, and Elijah asked Gezi, does she have a child? So when you live in your own country, you don't care about ID card. You don't care about passport. Now, I, 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 I want to see this one also. Please, are you, I don't know. Please, you are a press secretary. Are you writing that for me? <laughs> I want to see this one. I don't understand why, when you are going to let them, <laughs> you have to get down and go to a police station and show your ID card. When you cross the Kubukari River, there's a customs, there's immigration, the police officers, you have to get out of the car and go and show your ID by U.S. Guyanese. Same ID card before you continue. When I'm in my own country. Now they put immigration on a London highway also. You see, there's, a, there's, a, there's this uh, um, London people. There's this, uh, isn't it? There's this thing that there's like a little barricade before you get to Linda or when you are living in there. They have an immigration officer right there also. Like you are going to another country. You only see immigration officer when you are crossing borders. External but not internal borders. Please, are you writing? Uh, please, how many seats? <laughs> Three seats. It's fantastic. So the guy told me that he doesn't want to work for anybody. I said, if you don't live in your own country, you have to submit to somebody so that the person will like you and even take you to immigration and apply for a permit for you so that you can have a, a permit, I mean, residency in the country so you can do church properly. But this six months caricom arrangement where you have to come every six months go, oh, how long are you going to have this thing? How long? How can we build a church, build a cathedral in a country when every six months you have to come back and go? You can't open a bank account. The church can't open a bank account. Oh boy. You didn't mind him. He's not on the mission field anymore. Because that stupidness doesn't work in a mission field. I came here. I was here. When I went to Rohi, and Rohi told me that I, I should think of going back to my country one day. I look at him and I said, What's your problem? What's your problem? What's your problem? You, you, you go, you go tell me that I got it. You can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. <laughs> you know me, Father. <laughs> yeah. No, I came in in March of 2005. I was given instructions. If you don't get a staying permit, don't start the church. I was here March, April. April, May, June, July, August, six months, that was when I was given a permit. And that's when I started a church. I was so, I was so anxious. I was so restless. Because I came here like a seaside bomber to start a church. Michael, Brazil? What? We're going to talk later. <laughs> six months. I was given the instruction, don't start the church. Just in case you are denied. Then it's okay, you've started a church, and I have to tell the church members, oh, um, ah, Baba, it's like, you have come to disturb somebody's child, and then you've left, you've left them. So I had to be going to church every Sunday. Go to this church, go to that church, go to this church, go to... I visited almost the known pastors around. That's when I visited the church. Hey! I was sitting down at um, Ocean View, the now uh, uh, COVID center. That's where he was. I visited his church. 
I was in the church. They were singing, they were dancing, something, something. All of a sudden, I saw everybody get up. I look around, I was wondering, why is everybody getting up? Then when I look back, man, a man in some immaculate suit, striped suit, shiny shoe, and somebody in front of him with his briefcase. I said, wow, that's the man of God coming there. <laughs> hey, so I had, to, I had to stand up before I looked strange. Yeah, I, I'm over there. He came, he didn't come and sit down. He came straight on stage. And he started talking, talking. I said, wow, this is a beautiful church. The pastor just comes and he goes on stage and he just starts talking. We're sitting and watching. Then he got to a point. He said, all the men in the church, stand up. I said, hey. <laughs> they said, come to the front. Hey. Where have I found myself this Sunday? So I went to the front. And he called his assistant pastors. He said, come and prophesy. Prophesy to them. Come and prophesy to them. <laughs> but it was interesting how people do their church, have their services together. The only place I could understand the format was the Assemblies of God. That was John Smith's church. Every other place was confusion. Every other place, I couldn't follow what they were doing. I couldn't follow. It was just like, so you may be here and you, 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 you say, oh, this dancing stars, this, that, preaching, offering, closing. Many churches don't have order. When they start singing, they'll sing ah, until they are tired. They call it prophetic worship. <laughs> they have an end to it. They worship from now, and then you see how the people will be shouting. And then Shawin will give a speech or preaching, and when he finishes, then, then, then you know, Cherry will also take the microphone and say, The Spirit of the Lord is here. And then you know, Coco will also take the microphone. Charlie? Everybody will say something. I had to run away from the Pope's church. When he started prophesying, I said, Lord, please deliver me. Deliver me. Then they couldn't finish prophesying, so Pope asked us to go and sit down. I said, ah, that's my deliverance. I went to sit down. I said, where is the exit again? Where is the exit? I said, if I go out now, it'll look funny. So let me go to the washroom first. You know, guy, said, you could just go to washroom anytime. <laughs> so I went to the washroom. And when I was coming out, I peep left, I peep right, and I beat out. <laughs> Six months, Sunday after Sunday, I'll go to this church, I'll go to that church, to just understand how things are done. Yeah? You can't go and do missions and say, I don't want to work for anybody. It is somebody who will help you get a permit. Even that was like rocket science. You, you understand? So... It's very important to understand responsibilities and, and, and duties as a leader of the church in your house. Now, we are talking about this subject because if the church is going to do well, as, as we join the church, our goal is to ensure that the church does well. Is that not the, is that not the plan? Gigi, is that not the plan? That's, as a pastor of the church, your desire is that the church should do well. As a Christian, a member of the church, your desire must be that the church should do well. And so we've launched this uh, church in your house movement, all right? And, and we're trusting God at this time, people won't control the affairs of our lives. Duties and responsibilities. In every role, 
you play in life, you have responsibilities, you have duties. Totally. 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 There's no place. As a church member, you have responsibilities. And there are duties. Also, even as a church member, you must have duties. It's in the Bible. I can show you all the things in the Bible about the duties and the responsibilities of a church member. Of somebody who stands on stage. You may not, you may not know it, but there, there are responsibilities. There are duties. Everybody has some role to play. And everybody has responsibilities and duties. You can't, you can't just be there and just like a, you're, you're free floating a roaming radical if you did physics before. Atoms, uh, protons, and neutrons. You, you, know, you, don't, you don't roam about freely. There's, there's nothing like a free radical. Almost every uh, 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 atom is, is bonded to some atom. It's not very easy to just be on your own. Yeah, yeah, to become effective, you have to bond with something. Sodium will bond with chlorine to form sodium chloride. Then they will see that there's substance in that. All right. Now, in the, in the church, in the home setup, we're going to have three levels of leadership. Three levels of leadership, right? The first level will be the, the church leader, or if you want to call it a cell. You can say a cell leader. Have a senior cell leader. And then we have a cell pastor. So the cell leader, a senior cell leader, or the leader, the senior leader, and then the church, the, uh, uh, um, the pastor. So the leader, the senior leader, and then the pastor of that church in the home. Is it, is it clear? So three levels of responsibilities. The leader, the senior leader, and then the pastor. Understand that even among the disciples of Jesus Christ, there were some big shots. Isn't it? Among the disciples of Jesus. Peter was a big shot. James was a big shot. If you, if you have a Thompson Chain reference Bible, when you look at the life of the disciples, there's a summary at the back of the Thompson Chain Reference Bible, where they, out of the 12, they kind of categorize them into groups. One is the inner circle. The first group is the inner circle, which means that um, Jesus had the 12 divided into portions. He will not go everywhere with everybody. Peter, James, and John were his inner circle. Yeah. The reason why we say they were his inner circle is that when he was transfigured, when on the mountain of transfiguration, it was the three who were with him. The rest were very far away. Do you remember that in your Bible? The next time he also showed the difference is when he went to pray in the Garden of Gethsemane. He went with them to pray. Then he went a little further with Peter, James, and John. And then he left them and he went by himself. So there you see again that he treated the three a little different from the other nine. Is it, is it easy to understand? So in every group, there, there, are, there are hierarchies. A captain of, of, of 10, captain of 50, captain of 100, captain of 1,000. You have that. Um, Moses had that also. 
you had Moses who the Bible says was a god to Aaron and then you had um, the 70 that came into the picture at a point in time because the 70 were the ones who would deal with the matters the common matters of the Israelites and then if anything was hard or difficult or above their, their, their level of expertise or whatever then they referred the case to Moses and I'm sure even as the 70 elders were in charge of all of them there were households there were households there were households even if you come to the 12 tribes there were households before you are if you are from the tribe of Benjamin it's not just that you are from the tribe of Benjamin but there's also you, you, are, you come from a house I, I, are you with me? so there are, there are levels of, 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 of there are hierarchies within any any group around even if you go to uh, politics, if you go to the government, I'm sure the president and the VP and maybe one or two people are closer than some. I'm sure. Even in your group, you are closer to one person than the rest of the group. Sharon is closer to his wife in the prison worship team than the rest. <laughs> I'm sure. But there are things like that, isn't it, Jojo? You might you will be close to somebody here than everybody else. It's, it's like that. So when it comes to the church in your house, there is a, the leadership level, there is a senior leader, and then there's a pastor. These are the three uh, levels we are establishing. And the fact that we have these three leadership doesn't mean that we are starting off with that. It, it's going it's to come in as we go along. Uh, are you with me? Because when you get married, you are not your father yet. And don't try to be a father quick because enjoyment will go away. You have to enjoy yourself first. Yeah, enjoy yourself. Some of you like children quick, 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 quick. You don't know nothing. Let the children come in after two, three years, sometimes even four years. Don't worry, Granny. Don't worry, your mother who's saying that when the children will come. Tell Granny, Granny, it's not, it's not you going to make the children. So uh, let what? Uh, rest yourself. <laughs> Because grandmothers like to say, your, your mothers, mother, mothers-in-law like to say, where are my grandchildren? The grandchildren are still like arrows in my quiver. They are still hidden. No, I'm telling you, when you are younger, you marry, you need to give yourself room. Room and enjoy each other and adapt. Go to Amazonia Mall. Yeah, Coco. Even your single days, it's nice, oh. When nobody gonna call you and say, Wait there, <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful time of your, of your life. When somebody comes and says, Cause you say, Wait there, I call you and you answer your phone. That's that's worries. That's a, <laughs> that's a stage where it's worries. And that one, he's even calling you, Where you there? But you get to a stage where you and him live in the same house, and you come that one day, you can't call you and say, Where you there? You're there here, right? You're there here with me, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then the children will come in. Yeah. Oh, no, no, take your time. E- enjoy you. Don't worry at all. Enjoy yourself. Mika, enjoy you. Sing and enjoy. You, I don't know whether you enjoy, but you should enjoy what you have. <laughs> yeah, you know that levels. So in the same way, we are going to establish levels. The cell leader the the senior leader 
and then the pastor, which means there are going to be three levels. And it comes with responsibilities. Are you with me? Let me give you one or two and then we will close quickly. Well, let's take the cell leader for the, the leader um, um, to start with. The first responsibility is that the, uh, the leader is in charge of only one church. You are, you are in charge of only one church. That's the church in your house. You are responsible for that. And I'm saying this because when it comes to responsibility for children, many people don't even understand. My daughter called me the other day. She said she needs money. And I need money bad. <laughs> yeah. I need money bad, bad. You can ask Calvin. Calvin know my money business. <laughs> yeah. I need money bad. And so, she called me and says she needs money. The little money that I had, I had to release it. It's my responsibility. Who is better suited to, to embrace hardship more than the other? Is it her or me? I can handle hardship more than her. So, as much as I need money <laughs> and she need money, now you have to assess who can handle the lack of money more? Who has more faith that as I give, it shall be given back unto me? <laughs> so that one now steps up and then releases what has to be released. It's a responsibility. So while she's smiling, I am calculating. <laughs> Why well, she said, Daddy, thank you. You are a nice father. I said, You are welcome, girl. I know minus something has happened. <laughs> I have negative balance has gone down. But here I am, as much as I have a minus, I am not worried, I'm not concerned. I know that after the rain, the, 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 the sun will shine. It's, it's, it is a risk. I, I'm not going to say, girl, you know, you know, you know what's going on? You just call and you say, you want money, money. You know, you know money's grow on tree. You know what they put? Well, I, I buy, girl, come, come, come out me phone. Come out me phone. Come, come out me phone. I could do that. Come out of my, I like how we say it in Guyana, come out of my phone. It's like, the phone that you are, you are inside the phone, get out of the phone. And go out. <laughs> I like it. It's a nice expression. It's like you have come inside my phone and you are disturbing my phone. <laughs> come, come out of my phone and go back to where you came from. <laughs> yeah, no, I could have said, you know what, girl, right now, you father, you father, you father heart. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> <laughs> things brown, things brown, yeah. Things brown. But no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I said, how much? No problem. Paper, paper is a very fantastic miracle. You just log on your PayPal account, you just put in the amount, you press send, and the money gone. <laughs> gone right before your eyes. Then they send you a, a notification that you have sent this amount of money to Daniel Collins. 
Hush. Then five minutes, not even five minutes later, you hear, thank you very much, daddy, from the other side. Money gone already. It's a responsibility. So I would do without because it is my responsibility to take care of my children. Yeah, I, mean, I can fast. If that don't happen, I can fast for one week. Oh, I can fast for two weeks. You come and see me praying. Uh, it's hung, I hunger, I hungry. It's not that I'm saying I, I can do that. But my child cannot do two weeks fasting, one week fasting. No, 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 no. You don't want to see your child go through that. But I can do it. Two weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, I, say, I, I can say, you know, Charlie, nobody should disturb me. I'm on a 21-day fast. Charlie, things brown. <laughs> it is because of responsibility that will make somebody do that. So the first responsibility of a cell leader or the leader is that he's in charge of only one church. And we can talk about in charge until tomorrow. Because when you are in charge, it means that everything around the church, you are the one who is responsible. Whether it goes, it does well, it doesn't do well. So that's what I was asking Sister Alexis about. I said, Sister Alexis, please, how come your attendance is zero? I've never seen attendance zero in my life. I was born 50 something years ago. I've never seen attendance zero. So maybe it's a miracle or you went to heaven, some heavenly figure. I wanted explanation from Sister Alexis up to today. We didn't get none. It is a responsibility. If it's zero, if it's one, if it's three, if it's ten, if it's twenty, it is her responsibility. You have to understand that you are responsible for that church in your house. Whether that church does well or not, it is your responsibility. You, you, you can't come and blame anybody. Sweetie, let me tell you something. You can't come and tell me is this person, is this body, is rain and the sun is snow. Even in Ghana, it's snowing. You are going to bring snow. No, there is no. You are you you are responsible. You are responsible. That's why sometimes people shy away from some of the some of the the, the things we do in church because they don't want to be responsible. But you see, if you don't learn responsibility from the church, you will grow up and become almost an irresponsible person. Yeah, that's what it is. For many people, the church is teaching you how to be responsible. You see, when, when you're not married to somebody, when you have a boyfriend, girlfriend, one of the nice things about it is that when you get vex, you just, you just galang your way. I turn off your phone and like Alexis, you block me. You block me. <laughs> you block me. Yeah. And then you played with him, Susu for me. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a nice, that's why a lot of people like boyfriend, girlfriend, because their responsibility level is very low. It's very low. Yeah. Because Anything that happens today, that's why. <laughs> anything that happens today, you say, you, say, you know what? I don't want stress. I don't want stress. I don't want stress. <laughs> it's, it's, this, it's a, this thing is not for me. Yeah, it's too much pressure. Ah, one man, one woman. It's too much stress. Yeah, 
and there are many people who are not responsible. So when they get into a, a, a hard place like that, then you see the manifestation of the thing. You see complete manifestations. When you go to the altar and you sign the paper, hey, you just don't say it's stressful. <laughs> right. Ibo can be even stress crash. You go there, quiet. <laughs> you best stay quiet. Happy quiet too. Happy quiet too. Happy quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, smile and wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. When, when you sign the book and the paper, you, you become responsible. And, and, and you just don't block people. They say, they say you hang yourself when you're married. They say you hang yourself. Look! Thank you, Dwight. They say you hang yourself when you're married. Look, the man has come to church. He wants to be free. Look where she's sitting. So right next to him, the man can't breathe. <laughs> it's like a, there's no, there's no, the mask, the mask is on. He can't breathe. <laughs> hey. No, no, no. And you, you have to, you have to develop a, a, the toughness to have this. No, there are some women, they don't let you go. After church, if Sherwin is going here, you see Kachu. Yeah. So, so now go, go check them children, man. Go, 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 go get my children. <laughs> it's like airtight. Airtight. No, you have to develop, develop wings for that. Because it is a little uncomfortable as an individual to have somebody on your case 24-7. It's, 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 like, it's like a jacket you have to it's, it's, it's. but you have to you have to brace yourself for that it's not just the marriage and the ring and say, ah. it's responsibility that's why I asked the question if you are willing to cook for the next three times a day for the next 16 years <laughs> sweetie cooking for the next 16 years of your life everyday menu Breakfast porridge with capadula. You put capadula in the porridge. <laughs> and night walk, night walk, night walk too. Extra, extra hours over time. Even as a lawyer, after all the cases in the court, you can't solve another case in the house. <laughs> a bigger case in the house. Yeah. And that, the, the case you come to solve the house, you can't say guilty. It's innocent. Innocent all the time. Acquitted, not a. Uh, you have to acquit the boss, man. Yeah. yeah. No, you, you, you. So you see that. That's what, when you see boyfriend, girlfriend, there's a lot of problems sometimes. Because there's no connection, there's no responsibility. So, little thing, you react. If you don't develop responsibility in the relationship, then when you get married, you become a complainer. Because everything you have to talk about it. Because you are not used to the adjustment of another individual in your life, in your face. Yeah. Well, was it, was it here? I said, it was in the church. I said that. Me and my wife, we used to use one toothbrush for many years. I said it. You, you, when I, said, I think you are very surprised that somebody can use it. 
But it's not the girl who's kiss all the time. You kiss the woman all the time. You buy same tongue. You drink the saliva. You drink the saliva. You drink the saliva. You swallow the saliva. So what's the difference with the brush? You are going to drink Joshua's saliva. Joshua, same tongue, same saliva. <laughs> you, you've not thought about it. Yeah. He said, City, come. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's going to yeah, Have you thought about it? Let me drink your saliva. Yeah, let me, come, let me drink your saliva. <laughs> yeah, put some saliva in the bottle for me. Let me drink it. One toothbrush for many, many years. One soap, whether it's for boys or for girls, we bathe in the soap. It's not risky, you won't get clean. So it's for girls or boys, so does it matter? <laughs> nah. You understand that one? The toothbrush you don't understand, but the soap you understand. Ah. One toothbrush, yeah. When you finish brushing it, then you can see. Here, you turn, you take it. <laughs> no, 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 you smell toothpaste. You smell nothing. One towel. So me, me, I don't use nobody towel. But I'm saying that your tongue goes to places where the toothbrush is even simpler. It does, it does, it does. Practice our message. It goes there. Yeah. The tongue goes to places where the toothbrush is, is, is uh, for me, the toothbrush is easier than the tongue. The, the, to- the tongue is a hell or it's a hellfire. <laughs> then that, uh, you do that, but then the toothbrush, you say, you, no, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it to you. You're in the court of law. I'm putting it to you. Yeah, yeah, put it to me. The tongue will go to places. The toothbrush is quite easy and simpler. Yeah. 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 Right. Toothbrush is easier. Yeah. Look at how he was shaking on the chair. He's shaking on the chair. He's shaking on the chair. He's shaking on the chair like that. Shaking. She understands what I'm talking about. Please don't break my chair. Don't shake and break my chair. My case has come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alinda, mm, you understand what I'm talking about, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Babalu, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to me, the toothbrush is simpler <laughs> than what you are used to. Yeah. It's like mint. You have mint here. <laughs> all the way, mint. Mint. Trident mint. Yes, little boy, Zakari. Your fancy bow tie. Yeah. <laughs> or bow or something like that. <laughs> Responsibility. So you are in charge of everything. You, you can't come and say, you see, many people are used to that. They are used to coming to talk about something that they are responsible for. As if you are the one who is responsible for it. If you say you want to marry a woman, you are responsible. If there's a fight and you are not talking, don't go and complain. Fix the fight. Many people say, I'm gonna tell Bishop on you. I'm gonna tell you. Gonna tell who, Bishop? It's, all, it's me here. It's me here. It's you here. Is you responsible? You're gonna tell Bishop on you. Who's, share. I got me here. I must also talk to you here. 
Why don't you make your girl somebody else's problem? And then when you are when your tongue is busy, it's, you are excited. You are, you are on the moon. No, you don't tell on Bishop. You don't go and tell Bishop. It's my girl. It's, it's, my girl. it's your girl. And he lifted up his eyes. Yeah, no, you. We we are so we 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 like other people to take care of our responsibility. So when we have a church in the house, it's like somebody should make the meeting work for you. Somebody should bring people to the church for you. Somebody should bring the people from that church to the temple for you. It's like you want somebody to help you to do everything. But you are, it's, it's very important to understand that. And this is the responsibility of the first level, the leader. You are responsible. You are in charge of only one church or just one church. Just one woman. Just one woman. Just one woman. You are responsible for one woman. If you had three women, hey, you die. One woman. Three, four, five. So the fathers who had five women, they are, they are great men. Yeah, when you see them, you salute them. They say, oh, that man is something. He got enough women. She got enough women. You can't even handle one. In every wrong thing or whatever, there's something to learn from it. Yeah, there's some wisdom in it. You're able to tame five women and they stay in the same house with you. You're a great king. If you want to cry, you can't tame. <laughs> How much more you have? Five. And this one is Monday. The other one is Tuesday. Can, can, can you imagine the leadership that a man has to have? This woman comes Monday. This is Tuesday. This is Wednesday wife. Thursday wife. Friday wife. The man is there. And he can say, no, no, you don't come today. Next week. And well, yeah, stay here. Don't come. So yeah, you've been coming too often. Stay home. Don't come again. Even the Bible says, if you can't control a woman, you can be a pastor. So that's a great pastor. That man is a great pastor. To control five women. Solomon had 1,000 of them. Yeah. He's a pope. He's a pope. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's, he's almost angelic. Yeah. 700 wives, 300 concubines. Yeah, when you're a small one, you have to go to bishop for, for, for solutions. So, so let's, let's wake up. Let's wake up. In, in, if there's no food in your house, you, you are responsible. As a man, you are responsible. If your children are not going to a good school, you are responsible. If your children are not passing exams, don't say they are with their mother all the time. You are responsible. Don't, 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 don't shake your responsibilities on another person. That is why I'm making the statement that you are responsible for just that church. If you don't drive a car, you are responsible. If you don't dress well, you are responsible. Anything that doesn't go well, please don't come and blame somebody. You are responsible. If we understand that, then everything will be okay. Because then the church that you are responsible for, the church that meets in your house, if it doesn't work, if the people don't come, if the, if it's, if the meetings are not nice, if the people are bored, it's not anybody, it is you. As I'm here, I cannot blame Apostle Joel or blame the prophet for that. For, for okay, my, the church is not filled, so it's prophet. Because he, he, he sent me to his Guyana, I come. You can't talk. talk you can't talk. You are responsible for the church. 
Justin, don't drink porridge on Sunday mornings, okay? Especially barley, especially barley. Pastor Calvin is prophetic. You see that you drank barley porridge this morning. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's your responsibility as a wife to make good food and nice food. When I cook, you didn't eat. Because the food wasn't nice. Too much salt. When I cook, he doesn't eat. Bishop, when I cook, he doesn't eat. Your responsibility is to cook for him to eat. If he doesn't eat, there's something responsible you are about. That is not working well. It's easy to always blame somebody else for your, for your, 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 your shortcomings. It's nicer. It's more comfortable. It's more comfortable. Ah, no, no, it's not me, it's not me, it's he. It's not me, it's she. Ah, pointing fingers all over the place. That's why Jesus said, look at your own problems. Don't go and point out people's problems. He said, that's very hypocritical. Whatever you're going through, it is your fault also. Don't point your finger at others when you have a beam in your eyes. Your responsibility first is to you. Be responsible. Rise up, wake up, and be responsible. Yeah. Yeah. A wife told me a few years ago. She said, Bishop, I have a machine. Is that okay? I said, Why? He says, The natural one doesn't work. So I organized myself a machine. I said, Okay. I said, Once there's mutual agreement, and then you can, you can. Why not? I think that if, if you agree to it. Yeah, no. He, you see, you don't know things in life. Oh. You, you, uh, you have not married and then you need a machine instead of the natural. You, you, you haven't reached there before, isn't it? That's why if you don't toughen yourself up and be responsible, there are a lot of things you meet in life that you can easily break down. No, he said, Bishop, is it okay? I have a machine. I said, Really? Yes, it's a fast and slow. Fast and slow. Six, six speed. <laughs> six speed. <laughs> yeah, it's a killer. It's a killer. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay with it then I mean what does the bishop have to say yeah he said, yeah, he said because the, the natural man does not understand the things of the spirit <laughs> stand to your feet please <laughs> they are spiritually discerned <laughs> our time is up <laughs> ah. <laughs> beautiful beautiful so if you're going to be a leader of the church in the house, you have to understand that you are responsible for that church. That church, you are in charge of that church. So when you are asked questions, you can't say, Bishop, eh, 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 is Mika. No, I didn't say, what's the name of the people in the group? That's not the question I asked. <laughs> I said, why is this this way? You can't, you can't say this. I see that. That's what I was asking Andre earlier. Andre told me 
someone who's responsible for light. This was a conversation you had on last week. It was last week Sunday, right? Yeah, we were texting. I asked, and he said, I am responsible for light. I said, I said are you sure? He said, yes, Bishop. I said, okay, no problem. No problem. Today, light was not on. So I don't know, I don't know after church what he's going to tell me. I, I ready, I ready for a listen. Andre, I can't wait to meet you after church. <laughs> I am sure brother Andre is going to find something to say. Ah, he didn't have the tools. Ah. You are in charge. Turn to someone and tell them you are in charge of your life. Yeah, don't blame people for your life. <laughs> it's very important. Give Jesus a big hand clap. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for what you open our eyes to. The church in our homes, the small, small meetings, the small, small fellowships that are going to be a very strong part of this growing church, this lively church. Thank you for the leaders. Thank you for those who are volunteering to step in to just share a word or two with neighbors and with friends and thereafter bring them into the temple for the bigger fellowship I pray that the responsibility the duties will sink into our spirits that we will know that there's nothing for God that we can do out of a heart that is not pure that we can do things for you half-heartedly and that just as in anything around there's a responsibility, there's a duty and there's an accountability as well, let us rise up and do this church in your house run and drive this movement the way you want it to be thank you for those that are interested and those that are continuing it, those that are devoted steadfastly thank you for the new ones and thank you that there's going to be, you're going to raise a large army take care of the salvation needs of your people. Thank you for this wonderful church. Continue to build your church and we know the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I give you praise for speaking to us today in such a wonderful way. In Jesus name. Somebody said amen. Now you're here this afternoon. You're not saved. You're not born again. Every eye closed, every head bowed and say Bishop please I'm not saved. I'm not born again. If I die right now I'm not sure whether I will go to heaven or hell. I want to give my heart to Jesus Christ. If you're here like that, I want to pray with you. Every eye close, every head bowed. You want to lift up your right hand and say, Bishop, I want to be saved. I want to be born again. I want to give my whole life and my whole heart to God. I want to start, I want to begin a relationship with God from today. My hand is up. Bishop, please pray for me. I want to be saved. You want to be saved? God bless you. You want to lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Just your right hand up high. Bishop, please pray for me. If you've never said a sinner's prayer before, you want to give your heart to Jesus. You want to go to heaven when you die. But you've not said that prayer before. You've not given your heart to Jesus ever. Just your right hand up high. I want to pray with you. Bishop, please pray for me. I want to give my life to God. I want to give my heart to Jesus Christ. If you're here like that, just your right hand. Just your right hand. One right hand up, up high. I'll see and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. I see anybody else. God bless you. If you lift up your hand, 
Jesus asks you to come. Come, let me pray with you, Auntie. God bless you. You want to join them? Join quickly. God bless you. Auntie is coming. Clap for her. close my head bow. Auntie, please pray this prayer with me. God bless you. Say after me, dear Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with your blood. I believe that you died on the cross and you rose again on the third day. I believe you are alive, Jesus. And I believe in you. And therefore I open my heart. And I invite you Jesus. To come and stay in my heart. To be my Lord and my Savior. I believe. By this prayer. My life has changed. I am born again. My name is in the book of life. I am a child of God. Thank you Father. For saving my soul. In Jesus name. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by the powerful teaching of God's word. For booking and more information on the ministry of Bishop Collins, please call us on 592-225-6760 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. You can also log on to www.shepherdhouseinternational.org. God richly bless you.